episode and this episode is going to be an absolute treat we've only done this once before with the if you're a fan of the show you know what i'm talking about the titty fart gang um but the titty fart gang has reunited it never left it's just we've all been very busy people but we got hillary and drew here from b-sides we got amber and august here as well too so here to have tons of fun we're going to talk about some hidden gems kind of like we did on the christmas episode but this one's not going to stay in the realm of just christmas movies horror movies we're just going to talk about hidden gems we like so uh, i really appreciate all their input and everything on these movies that's why we're here to do this so it's going to be a fun kind of little forum round round robin we just have a bunch of movies we want to talk about so hillary drew it's been a while how are you guys doing doing good doing good 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 lots of movies i've seen a picture of the list it's pretty intimidating Um, that was page one that was just page one. Just page that was one. just from our discussion of what movies we could think of in the car right oh, after yeah. we decided to do this. So, <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. And Amber and August, you guys doing okay over there? Oh, we're fantastic over here, Aubrey. Doing great. Good, good. And if you guys haven't, I it's been a while since Amber has been on as well, too. I know you guys know she was in Vengeance, you know, Bloodline vengeance too go check it out it was awesome i had so much fun watching it so definitely go support our girl check it out it's an awesome friday the 13th fan film so definitely check that yeah uh it's been a while since we talked but ready to get into some hidden gems of the horror movie realm does anybody want to start first or do you guys want me to throw one out there you do it aubrey throw that shit out there buddy throw it out there throw it out there well the first one i'm going to do um is hush it's by mike flanagan it's a really good like you know just reserved slasher pretty much the whole premise is the girl is deaf she can't hear anything and she becomes stalked it's a super kind of like low budget movie but mike flanagan uh really has kind of like stepped his game up well i shouldn't say stepped his game up all of his movies are fucking dope um but this one really caught me off guard how much i liked it have you guys seen hush do you like it what are your thoughts on it Absolutely. That was actually, I mean, it was on our short list, but everything was on our short list. But no, that one was really high up there. Um, like like you said, Flanagan's amazing. And that was one of the first things I knew him from. So we just went through a Flanagan kick and just like rewatched Hush and the second Ouija movie and Oculus. Um, is Oculus is, is right. Yeah. Yep. But no, Hush was absolutely fantastic. Very uh, anxiety driven. I love yeah. that absolutely I, d- I didn't even know it was flanagan like it it was such like a kind of bare bones movie and then i was like holy shit that's the guy because the first thing i remember flanagan doing was like the ouija the you know the sequel which the first ouija's absolute dog shit but the second one's awesome so. yeah that's what i said too Th- that was kind of the first time i had heard of flanagan august amber have you guys got to see hush have you do you have any thoughts on it or anything 
Yeah, I saw it. I thought it was pretty good. It's definitely like what Hillary said, very anxiety ridden. You're like, oh Jesus. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just one of those things that's like that situation's terrifying, let alone if I was deaf and like yeah. couldn't hear yeah, the guy that's coming. Even worse. Yep. And, and the fact like I love my favorite scene is the part where like the killer kind of comes to realize, oh, she is deaf and everything. And mm-hmm. like he just kind of like pulls the mask off and is just toying with her. It's it's super good. Almost Hitchcock-esque in how good it is. So I definitely wanted to give a little shout out to it because if anything, this one might have kind of like gone over people's head. And I know a lot of people are huge Mike Flanagan. That mask, though was amazing it's so simple but it's also super creepy like if you were to think about sitting at home and looking out your window and seeing that mask that's that's a no for me no thanks like that mask was so simple but so good very much in the same vein of like scream where like anybody could have access to that mask that's almost the allure to it Mm -hmm. it's like anybody could have it so totally agree there and if you guys don't know the mask it's pretty much just a white blank face like the most like ominous thing in the whole wide world uh so absolutely there uh the mask is terrifying and the whole movie's pretty terrifying and it's a super cool quick like 90 minute movie so it's dope and flanagan really knows how to pace a movie um they talked about the tension building in it and that's literally the whole movie so it's great definitely check out hush whether you're a flanagan fan or not check it out it's a super dope little thriller um on the premise of like movies with like you know people that have like, disabilities and whatnot let's talk about don't breathe Ooh, yeah good that's choice i haven't one. seen the second one yet but don't breathe like, that was one of those movies that I had no expectations going in. I thought it looked cool. And then all of a sudden, we're getting, like, turkey basters full of cum. And I was like, this movie's amazing. Yes. Like, like I did <laughs> yeah, not see that right. shit coming at all. And, like, it was a much, like, much more in-depth movie than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was just going to be kind of like a thriller. Um, I knew Freddy Alvarez did it. And I loved the remake to Evil Dead. Um, mm-hmm. So I thought it was going to be a lot more brutal. But I really liked how reserved it was and, like, super tension building as well too and exactly like amber was saying like you know the guy the main the main like protagonist is blind and it's a great movie now i can't speak to the second one i was a little worried to watch the second one because i loved don't breathe that much that i was just as good as the first yeah it's definitely really okay okay. well i'm marking it down and the only reason i say that is because like i said i just didn't want don't breathe to get like shit on or like its reputation but i'm super excited to watch it now that i've just heard that it's that good so yeah i, love I think Don't i breathe. i like the first one better but the second one definitely won't shit on the first one at all it's it's a yeah. good companion yeah. I, yeah, I don't, I don't, it doesn't need to like top it or anything. I just didn't want it to be like an absolute straight to DVD cringe fest. No, like, not Thank at all. God. Okay, good. I think the first time I watched Don't Breathe actually was with Amber. And I remember when, oh, really? yeah, when they showed that girl that he had, I was like, in the basement, what yeah. is going on? This is a heist movie. Like, <laughs> yeah. what the hell just happened? <laughs> like, we both were like, completely speechless and looked at each other like a lot of fucking matches in the basement what the hell is going on (laughs) you know that that movie was insane and i don't think they could have cast anyone better than Stephen lang he was fantastic absolutely you kind of empathized with him and then until you found the chick in the basement and then you're like yeah fuck that guy (laughs) that's a little weird Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I, I was with you, bro, until we saw the you know turkey basters have come. That's when I was kind of like, ah, you're kind of losing me there, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, how, how many turkey basters are in the second one? Because if there's none, I'm not watching. 
Zero. I, I don't think there is. Great. Great. No, so write it off. No, no I'm just kidding. Basters. <laughs> no jizz basters. I think the turkey's one basted out, in the second. One, one out of five stars. No jizz <laughs> basters. <laughs> I couldn't do this sequel. I but can no. say, even as a female, when she like kicks it into his mouth and stuff, I completely gag. I was like, oh, God, that's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That was really bad. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That. And then you even, after you take a step back, and you're like, oh, and it's your own jizz? That just makes it that much worse. Oh, so bad. I don't know why winter, that makes it worse. Dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of protein tonight. But, uh, oh, yeah, I, I love I love Don't Breathe. And that is kind of one that's kind of fallen by the wayside. I remember seeing it in theaters and being super impressed with it. So I'm excited to check out the second one now that you guys say it's actually pretty good and actually kind of builds on the first one. So I'm I have one of my favorite. It's a comedy. Um, I don't know if you guys watch Psych, the show. Yes. It's one of my favorite shows of all time. And um, Sean, the main guy, James Roday, one of he started directing and all this. And he has a movie called Gravy. Mm-mm. Anybody I, know that one? Yes, I do. I've never seen that. Okay. Is I've there a clown heard. with like a green afro? Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. I have seen this movie and it actually was pretty good because yes. Okay. Yep. And he kidnaps all those people. Sorry. I IMDb would it because I was like, that sounds so familiar, <laughs> but yes, so yes, good. yes. Yeah. It, it actually is very good. I'm glad you thought about it because I didn't even think to put it on this list. So I have, it's, it's one of those ones I have, uh, I, Psych is so like near and dear to me. I love it. It's watched every season. Like I fall asleep to it every night pretty much. Yeah. So, um, and Roday is, he's hilarious. And the the movie Gravy, it like encapsulates the show. It's just goofy and weird, but still gory, and it's just awesome. I don't know really much else to say about that. And if you're a Slyke fan, there's a little uh, Easter egg at the end where uh, Roday makes his own appearance. And yeah, it's, the it's- two main people from Psych come in at the end of the movie, and it's fantastic. It's actually a fantastic movie. We watched it once randomly and then we ended up buying it as soon as we could find it I and mean, i think we've watched it like four or five times since oh, yeah. just because it's it's really funny it's a perfect blend of like the comedy and gruesomeness and it just yeah combines them both it's pretty awesome yeah and there's some other big names in here like sarah silverman and stuff like that oh yeah i, forgot I, 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 to- I totally forgot there was some bigger names in here as well too and gravy definitely is one of those movies because that's the they're also like trapped in like the mexican ta- canteen yep. correct yep yep yep, yep. yep that is, that is this one that it is a really fun ride it's definitely like a good blend like they said of horror and comedy but like it does not pull the punches and it's definitely not one of those movies that like is just funny with a little bit of violence in it it's actually really good so definitely check that one out it, it, it is really good of movie i'm glad you said gravy because i haven't watched that movie in forever <laughs> Amber August, have either of you seen it? No. No, actually. I've never even heard of it. All right, you guys, so, I, you'll like it. I know you guys will. I'll put it on a list. As a matter of fact, I'll put it on a list right now. Thank you, He's August. Writing I, it down. I trust you, August, completely. Don't let me yeah, down. I've got it. I've got it noted in my phone right now. Sure Hillary, what's one on your list since that was, that was one on Andy's? But what's one on yours? I want to know one on your list. All right, so... I'm going to also go, I have a couple horror comedies on here. I'm not a horror comedy fan normally until Andy and I got together. Then I started to appreciate it more. But there is one called Ghost Team, and I absolutely adored this movie. Um, I made Amber watch it. Andy and I have watched it. (laughs) Um, 
August Aubrey, have either of you seen it? Yeah, because it's the one so. with it's the one with Justin Long and then yes. John Long. Hader in it. Yes, yes. yes. Yep. And, don't, and Bernard. So yeah, yep. Bernard yes. from the Santa Claus. Yes. So yeah, it's funny. Is it? Oh my god, it's so funny. Like I think I quote this movie maybe at least once a day. Like we'll be like walking in Walmart and I'll be like, we should get sweet jackets. You know, like this Yeah, we should get stuff. sweet jackets. <laughs> All the time. Yeah, it's sure. so funny. And I'm like, Yeah. Er, yeah. Like I don't know. This movie was just hilarious. We found it. And I think that is Justin Long's best performance because he's so awkward. <laughs> he's, he's so hilarious in this movie. It's yeah. so funny. He plays it perfectly. Absolutely perfect. Because they're like a bunch of bumbling, like paranormal investigators. Yep. Correct. Yeah. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And like I said, Napoleon Dynamite, John Hader's in it. Um, yeah. Justin Long's in it. And like they said, Bernard from the Santa Claus. Yeah. It, it, it's a very good movie. Um, is very funny. Like this one leans a lot more comedy. Than oh yeah, right yeah. but it's still great. It's that doesn't mean it's not funny. And you definitely need to check it out because it actually is one that's pretty damn funny it's, as well too. It's so funny, and it's one of those that you don't have to take seriously, like at all. You don't even really have to be a horror fan to find it funny. Like it's just dumb, and I absolutely love it for that. <laughs> I, I love how they pick up like just the energy of like people that are like these side paranormal activity, like paranormal investigators and stuff. It's it's very similar to a movie that I had on my list called Deadstream. It was like the guy like played a streamer perfect. He had that perfect like personality for the streamers and everything. And that was the same here. A lot of different types of cast of characters. And you're absolutely right. Cause I remember Justin Long's character now and where he kind of fit into the whole thing. He, he, he probably kind of steals the show for sure. That kind of like segued, like I said, another one, it was kind of newer for me, but Deadstream. Have you guys seen that one? I think it was last year. That movie came out. It was a shutter original. That was actually on my list. So I'm going to replace it, but yes, no, I, <laughs> that movie was amazing. I didn't think I was going to like that movie at all, but like, it's that just like, hilarious. yeah, it was so much funnier than I thought it was going to be. Like when I first heard about it and like saw the picture and stuff, I was like, uh, and then like three seconds into, it, I'm like, I'm going to love this. Cause like <laughs> I said, the way they like portrayed the streamer was just like mm, chef's kiss. It was yep. so good from the beginning. Like when like, they, his first opening scene, like it, it, it portrayed him perfectly. It just set the tone for the entire movie. When they started it, like the Blair Witch almost, and it was like, you know, on this day, he went missing, and then he's like, merch store, Lincoln bio. <laughs> yes. Like, oh yeah, my it, God, you won me already. Like, this is hilarious. And they zoom out and they show that it's just his t shirt. And I told Andy, I was like, I need that shirt. <laughs> like, I want that so bad. It's it, it's very funny. And one of the funniest lines in it I remember is when she's like, just say this in Latin. He's like, I don't say things I don't understand. <laughs> he's, he's just, I don't know. His energy is really funny in it. And like, it, there's like some really funny, like physical comedy that he has yep. in it. And like, I don't know. It, it was a treat of a movie that I never thought I would like. It, it's it a very me- simple movie, but it was very good. It gave me like Evil Dead Army of Darkness yeah. feels too towards the end. Very and much so. It was, it was obviously one of my favorite movies. And like it, to be able to pull that into it and be that funny, I thought was awesome. Well, yeah. Amber, I, August, did you see that one? No, we're going to have no? to add it to our list, too. Yeah. It's on Shudder. All right. I think you'll appreciate this one. It's it's very I'm funny. Sure. It's very casual. And like it's just like it starts out really simple. And then by the end, exactly like Andy said, it gets like, 
not convoluted, but it gets so grand and like crazy big of the scope of where it's yep. going with like the demons and shit. It, and it, it, it's really funny and like the humor is good, but there are some good scares in it for sure too. It's it's a lot. Yeah, of it definitely actually got me a couple of times. I didn't actually expect it to get me because I was laughing, and then all of a sudden I was like, "Whoa, what the fuck?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, like, but it, yeah, it's great. it's great. But just imagine like the most like extroverted like streamer ever and the most like piece of shit streamer ever <laughs> pretty much like his whole thing is like he just does things that he's super scared of and just films himself doing it so he goes to his really haunted house and like it just gets crazy like in the best way possible it's super tongue-in-cheek and super funny i i didn't think this movie was going to be as funny as it was because like i didn't know anything about it so when i started watching i was waiting for it to be like super serious and a little cringy but it's not. It's super self-aware and really funny. So yeah. definitely check out Deadstream. That one's pretty high. It was one of my favorites of 2022. For sure, one of the funniest of 2022. Yeah, it might be up there with my favorites. Yeah, definitely up there, high up there for 2022. Okay, yeah, I, I want one August. <clears throat> yeah, What's one on you? I saw, I saw it when I was a kid, and it stuck with me. Like, I don't know. It just it's always stuck with me. So I actually just showed it to Amber recently. Um. It's called Tideland. I don't know if you guys have seen it. No, no, talk about it. You said Tideland? Tideland. Oh, okay. No, I, I haven't, man. Talk I haven't heard it. of that one. That's weird. <laughs> so there's probably a reason why it's not, you know, popular. <laughs> but uh <It's> problematic. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very problematic in a lot of different ways. <laughs> yeah, really bad. <laughs> but uh it's a, in my opinion a pretty good movie. It's interesting as shit. Yeah. Um the dude's Wait. in it. What's that? The dude. The, the guy Jeff who plays the dude. Yes. Oh, I guess Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. So essentially, um, there's this this little girl and her dad. Like, uh, he does like you know he plays like local local music, uh, you know, bars and stuff, and he's a heroin addict. And then his mother, uh, her mother, is actually like also like drugged out all the time she's a total bitch and everything um and they're like living in you know a shitty house and everything essentially uh the mom croaks and then you see a scene of the little girl like shooting like helping her dad shoot up it's really fucked up actually um so then anyways so once the mom croaks uh they move to this like just desolate land i don't even know where it's actually based i never really looked it up but um straight up just like desolate land so when they get there her dad like instantly shoots up again and she helps him (laughs) and he's like daddy's going on a little vacation i'm like jesus christ (laughs) so then the movie progresses um shot up as soon as he got there and he actually uh ods he you know died in the chair and uh she just starts dressing him up and like like her grandmother like she finds her grandmother's old like uh wigs and like you know old like vintage clothes and shit in the attic and she like starts dressing him up and everything and she thinks that he's just like sleeping like dreaming or something you know she meets him and she meets his mom and everything and then basically they can't they come over to the house you know the grandmother's house and they realize that oh her dad is you know dead yeah he's not sleeping <laughs> no he's, he's not sleeping so they they got him completely got him entirely and uh she's like sleeping or something the, the little girl's sleeping 
And while she's sleeping, they gut him and clean him out and like, uh, I don't know, what do they use? Like formaldehyde or whatever to dry yeah. out the skin? And then they put stuff inside his gut. Yeah. They- and it gets so fucking weird. It's so <laughs> weird. It, 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 I don't it makes sense because I it. looked it up in Terry Gilliam's the director, and that totally yeah. makes sense. I was sense. just gonna say yeah, that. I, I, I looked like, it up too, and I was like, "Fear and Loathing, Mighty Python." Yes, yes. Okay, look, I understand now what's going on. How did this <laughs> one fly by me, man? This right. like is right up my alley. There you go. Same. You got a movie to watch. Yeah. But I will say though, the camera angles in this movie are so cool. Like I, I was very impressed with the camera angles, especially you know watching it as a kid. I didn't, I didn't know how to appreciate that as much as I do now. And uh, it's as messed up as it is. It's 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 worth the watch. Yeah, it's definitely an interesting movie. This thing looks like if. If Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas and Pan's Labyrinth fucked and had a baby. Yeah. Yeah. Guillermo del Toro was shooting heroin and then made a movie. It looks yeah. insane, man. I, I cannot crazy. believe I had not heard about this movie. So thank you so much, man. I got that written down. That's going to be the first thing I it's fucking so watch. so worth it. Clip. And yeah, Jennifer Tilly's in it. Jeff Bridges. Mm-hmm. Like a ton of people. Jennifer Tilly's mom. Mm, she's man. so beautiful. Mm. Yeah, she she's not in it for very long yeah she doesn't look very good in the in the movie honestly. No. she's like oh jesus she's strung you'll, out as fuck yeah you'll see uh jennifer Tilly, she like owns a piece of my heart my cousin lives out in I vegas and when she used to live out on the strip in like a complex she would text me and be like jennifer tilly's my neighbor i just said hi to her and i'm like you know what? i can go fuck off now go away <laughs> <laughs> go away <laughs> I can't wait to watch Tideland for sure. Oh. Terry Gilliam, oh, yeah. I, I I like most of his work, so that that's crazy. I had never heard of that, especially with the dude Jeff Bridges in there. So, yep. kind of talked about a lot of like newer stuff, but kind of a throwback movie I wanted to touch on. And I'm sure a lot of you guys have seen it. Um, but Tourist Trap, I fucking love Tourist yeah. Trap. Seventy nine, like I just did an episode. I haven't posted it yet, but we we're doing like um. A friend and I were doing like the cringiest movies of the 70s horror movies. And there's a lot like the 70s, like there was really good top end stuff. But a lot of stuff was really bad and experimental in the 70s. And Tourist Trap is like that, but in a good way. Um, The mannequins are straight fucking nightmare fuel in it. And it's like one of the cooler slashers. So definitely if you're kind of into that older nostalgia and you feel like you've watched everything definitely check out tourist trap because that one's a lot of fun and not a lot of people know about it so sure. i just note that noted that actually so yeah, yeah tourist i trap actually is have not seen that one. Oh, you have i no. okay after you watch it let me know pretty much i will um, for sure pretty much you know it like the oh, name implies good. yeah like the name implies just a bunch of uh like kids, I can kids. see yeah, the cover just, in my head. I just I don't think I've seen it. A bunch of like kids pretty much show up at this it. place, and there's this weird ass guy and like these weird ass mannequins that start killing people, and it just gets weirder and weirder and creepier and creepier, and it's great. And like the kills are great, and it's it's awesome. It's it's like it's just uh, again like it's right on the precipice of being like an 80 slasher from 79 and it's just like super nostalgic and there's a lot of good movies like this that just kind of went by the wayside because again everyone talks about halloween they talk about friday the 13th they talk about texas chainsaw with good reason but this is another one that like really gets you know swept under the rug and definitely need to check that one out tourist trap is so so good i i champion it all the time uh so definitely check that one out it's it's a fucking awesome nostalgia trip for sure 
All right, sweet. Definitely yeah. check that one out. I'm writing down everyone's list and putting check marks next <laughs> to all too, of them that, I've, that I've seen. And then if I haven't seen. All right, so I'll go with one that is new. Um, I watch, So we watched Sick. Sick is absolutely, absolutely fucking amazing. It's, it's sick. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I heard sick was sick. <laughs> so um, anybody who knows me knows that I am a huge Scream fan. I am a huge Kevin Williamson fan, and he did sick. You know, he also did Scream. He did The Faculty, which are my, two of my main horror movies from when I was younger. But sick was so insane to the point that this didn't even happen three years ago, but it felt so damn nostalgic. It was so insane. I've never had a movie that was like, nostalgic but barely passed you know what i mean and i don't know that absolutely everything about that movie was insane and one of the scariest things i was actually telling andy at one point is that when the whole covid thing happened they had so many people being like this person died because they were sick this person died because they were sick if someone actually broke into someone's house and murdered them i don't believe that it would actually have been reported that there was a murder i feel like it would have just been a number you know, like, Damn, and that is terrifying true. to me to think that we lived through that. And there's a possibility it could have even happened. That's you know? crazy. And, I never even thought about that. Yeah, <laughs> it's insane to me. And like, I just, I won't, you know, for people who are listening that haven't actually seen the end of the movie, <clears throat> Amber. Um, that is me. <laughs> um, I didn't fall asleep. <laughs> I won't give away the end, but like, it's just insane that it's like actually true like it's I, I don't believe it's based on a true event but based roughly about you know what i mean about covid it just insane i could go on for hours about how great williamson did with this but when that I, man is a god to me so when i first heard about a movie that was going to be like pandemic slasher and stuff i was like oh yuck that sounds horrible and then they're like it's written by kevin williamson i was like okay now you have my attention. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. for what you said like the guy who wrote scream and all that stuff i was mm-hmm. i was pretty excited and it definitely delivered also like uh, very similar to the first scream is one of the more like scary slashers you know yeah. slashers a lot of times can just kind of be slash trash bash but this one like had some real good intense pop out parts and it's a super quick movie it's not even an hour and 30 minutes but it's a lot of fun so and good. sick it, it, it kind of blew me away with how much i liked it and yeah i, I yeah. really enjoyed sick it's su- it's super good super i wasn't cool. expecting it to be as good as it is um but i am a, like i said i'm a huge kevin williamson fan and then it was Blumhouse as well. And Andy and I are Blumhouse freaks over here. Like everything Blumhouse, we either own, watch, anything. You know, book series, everything. But when you put those two together, I was like, oh yeah, all right, this is mine. Let's do this. Definitely. It it, it makes me happy for how 2023 could be because 2022 was so good for horror. So I'm excited to see what 2023 has in, in store for us. And it's a good way to start with six. So Definitely yes. love that pick. Back to 2022, I got another one from last year that I thought was really good. I didn't expect it to be as good. Um, was Fresh. I don't know how you guys saw Ooh, that. I loved that movie. It was, I thought it was like a Sebastian Stan, Money Grab. Like, we're just going to throw, it was um, mm-hmm. Hulu, right? It was a Hulu. Yeah, it was a Hulu, yeah, it was a Hulu yeah. original. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'll watch it. It seems kind of, and then I'm like, wow, this is actually really good. I actually oh, yeah. think that it was my favorite horror movie of 2022. It was so well done. When I think about them, that's the one that comes to my mind of being 
the number one movie for 2022 and scream five came out in 2022. So it was definitely in my top 10. I I, I've done several episodes now of like what my top tens were. And it was, it was in my top five for sure. Fresh was so good, which was crazy because it came out in January. Um, and it's so, it was so like subtly funny. I didn't realize it would be that funny. But it's so fucking good. Like everything about this movie is awesome. And I was so happy she didn't get the Stockholm syndrome at the end. You know what I mean? She was like, nope. Because I was waiting for that twist, you know, too. But like this movie has so much rewatchability and so much like you, I pick up on. Like after you know where it's going, because the first time you're watching it, I mean, hell, you don't even get a title card until it's like 30 minutes into the movie. I freaked out when the title card came up let me just tell you because i was so engrossed in the movie and i was like oh my god they didn't even say the title yet and andy starts laughing at me because i'm so focused on the movie that all of a sudden i'm like holy shit they didn't even do it like are you kidding me i flipped (laughs) at that point i was so excited i love how it's such a little thing about just putting the title how much it makes that movie like different yeah like just moving the title if you want to trick somebody into watching a horror movie, here you go. Here's your best bet because it literally plays like 10 things I hate about you in the first, or like how oh, to lose a guy in 10 get, days in the first like yep. 10, 15 minutes. And then all of a sudden she's locked in a room and she's not getting away and he's telling her the plan of, hey, I'm going to sell your body so people can eat it and I'm going to make yeah. more money off it. And it's like insanely diabolical and like just like, I don't know. It's just the humor is great in it. It's so real and like. It was it was very good. It was a very funny movie. It was very violent. It was it was a thrill ride. It was a lot of fun. Another one that very felt felt very similar to like something Kevin Williamson could write because there's a lot of twists and turns that were really yeah. good. And you know, I honestly hope they kind of make a sequel to it because they never really touch on what happened with the like cult itself and all the older gentlemen that were buying all the stuff. It yeah. kind of alludes to that, but it doesn't go anywhere from there. And if you remember the main character, she kind of somewhat likes the taste of the food. So I always thought that'd be a cool sequel. Her going after the people while trying to fight her cannibal, you know, instincts. I'd be so here for it because that movie was so much fun and it could be another fun roller coaster. So I'm interested to see where they go. But like my favorite thing is like, I'm rewatching it. And the first time I rewatch it, the first time they're talking in the grocery store, it literally says fresh meat right above their head. I'm like, Jesus Christ, like shit like that is like paced throughout this movie. It's, it's really good. It's so much fun. And if you guys didn't get to see fresh, definitely check it out. Cause it was in my top five for like my favorite horror movies of 2022. And it, there was a lot of good ones. So it shocked me. I like this one as much as I, I did. It's really funny since we watched Fresh, actually, every time we're in the grocery store, we'll try and hand each other cotton candy grapes. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Amber, I heard you say you liked Fresh. Kind of talk about it. I did. I, I, I did. I really like I thought they were going to go into the whole cannibalism aspect. I, I really like it. I thought it was kind of shows you like, oh, yeah, you, you should be really cautious about who, who you date. Yeah. <laughs> And I love the whole time she's talking about, you know, maybe Disney didn't lie to us. And like, so yeah. she meets her Prince Charming and he's the worst of the worst. You know, oh, the first couple so guys bad. she meets on Tinder, they're just like absolute assholes and stuff. But they just want to split the bill. This guy wants to eat you. So it yeah, was awesome. He literally wants to sell your fucking food. Your yeah. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then I love when he's just like 
taking hunks off her. And he's like, yeah, I took part of your ass, like your ass cheek yeah, to start. I was like, what the fuck? Like this, it, it was a lot of fun. And how, how bad he rocks out to like 80 cents music while he's just yes. like packaging up some fucking meat. It was great. You know what it kind of reminded me of is my favorite movie of all time. American What's that? Psycho. American Psycho. Yeah, very, very much so in the hip. That's probably why I yeah. loved this fucking movie. I said that I said that he had Norman Bates vibes in that. He does. Patrick. He does. Patrick Bateman. Patrick Bateman. Patrick Bateman. I will say Fresh was kind of the movie that like had the it was like 80 20 horror and then 20 percent comedy that's very much like American Psycho like American Psycho is funny but like it's not in the like sense of like you know we're talking about ghost team and stuff before where it's like it's meant to be funny this is like just has humor in it in almost a satirical sense or like it's such a dark humor it's it's that's right up my alley so i i loved fresh and like hulu actually had a year man they had some really good originals um one that i saw i don't know if you guys saw it but the prey movie the new predator movie was fucking badass i fucking loved it i don't know what you guys saw of it i know it's been a little polarizing with fans of the predator series but did you see hulu's original prey the predator set in like the native american time i have not got to that one yet no it's, i haven't either it's super I'm- dope Nope. A lot more fun than I thought it was going to be. Like I, I literally just watched it because I run the shitty little horror podcast, and I figured people would want my opinion on it. And Wait, like it you kind have of... a horror podcast? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Cool. It's, what? It's, you should tell us yeah, about it so we can listen to yeah, it. Yeah, we it's... should totally listen to it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's www.tittyfartgang.com. <laughs> once you sounds like there, a blast. <laughs> once you get there, Fuck you enter you. all your credit card information, and then I buy <laughs> shit. Um, but no, it's, I, I I just happened to, uh, I just happened to kind of watch it. Cause I was like, well, I guess I have to. And I honestly was waiting to like lambast this thing, but it was a lot of fun. Like the action is filmed awesome.ly Um, it, it's super cool. And like I said, it's set in native American time. So even the predator is a little more like, he's not as high tech, but he's still high tech. And I don't know. It's, it's super cool. And like I said, kind of blew me out of the water how much i liked it so definitely check out prey that was another one on my list but um since you guys haven't really seen it just write it down and check it out sometime because i can tell you it's good i'll go ahead and throw one out there yeah so obviously we all know of like the 1974 texas chainsaw and you know 2003 2006 and all that but uh more of a comical one was texas chainsaw massacre 2 Yes. And that one doesn't get talked about very much, but uh I think I think it's just absolutely incredible. I know it had Bill Mosley in it and where Woo! he comes in scratching his favorite. Yep, scratching his head with a, with a hanger. The absolutely hot hanger. Love that dude. Yeah, a hot hanger, yep. I'm looking at my poster nasty. for uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 right behind us because I always big old Texas Chainsaw. I always I say this, August. I, I tell people I'm like the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre is like heroin. This movie's like yeah. cocaine. Like yes. that's number two is like cocaine because it is batshit crazy and so much it fun. Is. But I love it that is. you said that because a lot of people don't talk about it in it. And that whole scene where Bill Mosley first comes in, that's some of the most terrifying scene in all yeah. of Texas Chainsaw history. And yeah. a lot of that has to do with how fucking creepy is. But man, your pick, talk about it, it, man. They're like driving over a bridge, if I remember correctly. And, uh, Leatherface is obviously in the truck next to them, and then he just chainsaws the roof off and chainsaws the dude's head in half. It's it's so cool. And then uh, 
I, I don't know. I, I just thought that it was a really, at first, when I first saw it, I really didn't care for it. I, I thought it was almost like disappointing because, you know, the, the first one was so raw and so serious. And so, you know, it was meant to be a raw, nasty, you know, horror film you know open wound of a fucking movie man yeah Yeah, Yeah. exactly but then they came in with two and i was like man they kind of just like made a joke out of texas chainsaw you know but then as i got older and you know watched it a few more times i i learned to appreciate it a lot more for what it was you know and uh yeah i i I do think it's an incredible movie i i think that it gets overlooked a lot in the in the chainsaw franchise but um yeah. <laughs> Once I kind of understood the nuance to it, like I uh, totally agree with you. Like when I first watched it and I was like a teenager, I'm the same vein as you. I'm like, this movie is not funny. It's not this. But then you realize, oh, Toby Hooper did do this movie and like the nuance to the movie and everything. It's it's awesome. It's one of my favorite sequels of all time because it's so vastly different. And again, you know, the sequel was made in the 80s and this one has a very 80s feel to it. And then the it other does. one was made in the 70s and has a very 70s feel to it. It's, it's really good. And there's a lot of good kills. This one's a lot more violent, in my opinion. It's a lot more over the top. But I it, agree. It, in the same way that like Army of Darkness is so different from the Evil Dead series, but like in the best way possible is how I view Texas Chainsaw 2. Um <laughs> Andy Hillary, have, I'm sure you guys have seen it. What are your thoughts on the sequel to Texas Chainsaw? Anything with Bill Mosley is <laughs> agreed. Totally S-tier. agreed. Yeah. Bill yeah. Mosley is a happily married man and very much older than me. I would divorce Andy in one second. Oh my god! For Bill Mosley, um, I don't know what it is about that man. He could have a fifteen dollar budget for a movie, and I'd be like. That shit is gold. <laughs> like, yeah. I've, I've seen some of those fifteen dollars budget movies. That he's been they're in. fantastic. <laughs> um, they are. Yeah, it, it's a yeah. great. It's absolutely a great movie. Absolutely I will say boring. though, like Dennis Hopper does his best to try to be crazier in Bill Mosley, and he kind of succeeds in this movie as like the like unhinged cop and everything. Yeah, he goes nuts and like. I, one of the funniest scenes to me in there is like when he's trying out the like chainsaws on the stump outside and it just goes to this close up of the owner of the store and it, like I don't know it's just such a confusing shot and everything and kind of like the whole movie it just kind of puts you on edge you're like what the fuck am I watching what is going on here but yeah I, I love the second Texas Chainsaw Massacre so I love that pick August that's awesome Thank, yeah yeah it was it's that's a great one it's it's a great movie I got one. Speaking like going off that with the whole uneasy feeling, one of my favorite. We're really big into phone footage and stuff like that, and they can be very hit or miss. They're either amazing or garbage usually. But one of my favorite that makes you super uneasy is Creep. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I watched. I went into it. I think it was I saw it on Netflix. I'm like, oh, this looks interesting. Let's try it. And then I'm glued to my seat watching this like trying to figure out what's going on how it's going to end and it's just like that whole i mean what, what, what was the wolf's name peach fuzz, peach fuzz. <laughs> when mark duplis puts on the mask and starts dancing I, I almost lost it like i wasn't sure to laugh or cry or run away when he did that but that i definitely had some feelings about that 
Absolutely. I, I didn't know how I felt about that movie until he started blocking the door, yep. like shaking his head really slowly. I was like, all right, fuck. I like this movie and it's creeping me the hell out. And what I really liked about the movie is like how it ended. I, I mean, I'm not going to spoil it because it will kind of like ruin the whole movie if you haven't seen it. But like the ending is super fucking satisfying for this movie. Yeah. And I think a lot of like found footage movies like this just don't know how to end or like use a gimmick to make a movie. But this is like a movie that uses the found footage to like enhance the viewing experience, which is kind of a weird way of putting it. But I, I love this movie and I wasn't sure about, you know, marked up less being a horror movie, especially coming off like the league and stuff yep. and being such a comedy guy. But yeah, this, this movie's perfect and also has a really good sequel. Creep two was actually really good, which surprised me as well too. But yeah, they took yeah. it a different direction. Creep two was way different and much different. They did it. They did it. Well, I think. Like the name implies, it's creepy as all hell. It's just creepy. The movie was definitely creepy. It just leaves you unsettled and just like, ah. And, yeah. and then halfway through, you're like empathizing with the guy where they like go on their hike and stuff. And you just want to be like, oh, you feel so bad for him. But then at the end of the day, you're like, bro, you need to get the fuck out of that guy's house. I think it's my favorite part about it. It's like, especially if you watch them in the league, you, you just laugh with them. And then the entire movie, you're not sure if he's crazy or just being an asshole like you don't know his like motives and you can't get into his head and he's just so off and awkward and it's just uh leaves you unsettled i can't think of a better way to put it you just i had never seen i didn't know who mark duplis was and andy had me watch creep when we first got together so i watched it i was like this guy's fucking weird and then (laughs) Fast forward a year and a half, and Andy's like, oh, you're getting into football, and you want to do fantasy football. You should watch the league. And then I'm watching the league, and I'm like, wow, this is um, a shock to the system, because <laughs> this is way different than what I've seen him in. Like it was, So it was like completely role reversal for me. I was like, yeah. I didn't know he could be funny without just being creepy. It was so insane to me. See, and I knew him from the league, so I almost, like his like comedy and like how he was in that show was almost like used as like i don't know how do i want to put it like used as a way to like lower my guard and like kind of give him the benefit of the doubt throughout the movie which actually makes it a better viewing experience because you're wondering why like you're empathizing with the guy and stuff yeah yeah creep is starting to get a cult following and for good reason it's super good for having three actors in it it's awesome Incident in a Ghostland. I know that this one, we actually watched this one. I think we actually got it at Dollar, bought it at Dollar Tree, I believe. Because Nicholas, uh, this is one of Nicholas Cage's back end movies, correct? No, no. that's Prisoners This is a different Ghostland. one. That movie okay. was dumb as fuck. Wait, <laughs> well, that's I want to bring up Nicholas Cage for you just because you brought up the Evil Dead remake earlier. As soon as you said Evil Dead, I was like, I'm bringing up Nicholas Cage for him. But no, this is a completely different one. It's incident. So incident is a ghost land. It was on. I think we got it at Dollar Tree on DVD, and then we um, found it on. It was on Shutter. It's actually, I believe, now on Netflix. It's so Netflix, getting a little yeah. bit more of a following with it being on Netflix. Um, sometimes I feel like really good horror movies go to die on Netflix, and I feel really, really bad. But it's so like mainstream that like you want to catch it almost when like when it's on Shutter or something, you know. Yeah. Um, but this movie now, who has seen this movie? I know Andy and I have, and I, I have. 
Maybe I have not, not seen it. Okay. That's why I thought it was that shitty Nicolas Cage movie for a second. No, 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 yeah, no, don't no. watch that fucking movie. It's terrible. <laughs> That's why when she um, said we got it at the dollar store, I was like, well, duh. Like, you might have no, overpaid no, no, no. for that. Prisoners of a Ghost Land, the Nicolas Cage one, we paid big money for because it's a steel book. And also, <laughs> it's gold because Bill Mosley's in it. Yeah, okay? Bill Mosley's oh, in it, but that movie yeah. is fucking awful. It's, it's so weird and it's, random. It's so stupid. Oh, my God. So good. But anyway, okay. So, Incident in a Ghost Land. Um, I don't want to give too many spoilers away, but I do want to say, if you are going to watch this movie, this is a movie that you need to check trigger warnings for. I didn't actually know you could go and check trigger warnings for books and movies and all that kind of stuff. I always kind of just go into things blind. But this movie has to deal with... um, All kinds of things. All kinds of things. There's a... uh, You know, sexual abuse in this. There's mental disorders in this. There is so many things in this movie that you are going to feel so many emotions with this movie um i've watched it once and i can remember everything from it just because it hit me in a whole nother level it is that kind of horror that actually terrifies you because it's not a slasher that's killing you it's not michael coming after you it's not that it's something that could actually happen and has happened to people and it's just it's brutal. It is definitely a mindfuck. Yeah. But to put it in perspective, it's the same guy who did the original Martyrs. I have yeah. seen that, so that kind of worries me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just for the record, I would much rather watch Martyrs again before I watch Incident in a Ghostland. And That's Martyrs crazy. was on a whole other level of fucked up. Yeah, so this one's that bad where it's really? well, it's that good, but that fucked up where that I think Martyrs was more bad. common. Yeah. Mm. I said it's that good because it's that bad. Exactly, exactly. What Amber, now you've seen both. Now which one do you think like fucks with your mindset more? Martyrs or oh, incident? Oh shit. Uh, uh, uh probably incident, I guess. Like it was pretty fucking intense, man. Yeah, it was that movie is and that's one of those movies you have to sit down and actually watch because like right. there's little things and like I, when I watched it I sat there and thought about it for like 20 minutes and I was like oh my god like there's little things in there that you don't pay attention to but then all of a sudden it comes to light at the end and you're like oh shit you know like it's yeah. absolutely insane sit down and watch it don't have any distractions while you're watching no. it also feel the emotions yep. <laughs> allow yourself to feel them well i'm excited to view that and also slightly hesitant for sure because <laughs> now that i know it's done by the guy who did martyr yeah. Yeah. Uh, a little nervous but i'm definitely gonna watch it because i'm a glutton for punishment like that Fuck yeah and then too. um <laughs> august and aubrey let me know when you watch it let me know what you guys thought of it because i okay I highly recommend it, but also highly don't recommend it at the same time. Um, I'm gonna write you and be like, "How the fuck would you recommend something? <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell are you, and what have you well, done?" Uh, August and I will watch it together, so I'll have his back. His I'll be his emotional support. You might hold his hand, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um. Hey. Also, uh, another trigger warning. I hope you like dolls. love them i guess (laughs) i didn't like the (laughs) ominous laugh but (laughs) august don't watch it where the burnt doll is (laughs) okay yeah i'll bring the burnt doll and have it sitting next to us oh my god i'm not even gonna lie to you if you're like do you want to watch instant and then you had like a doll sitting there i'd be like you know what go fuck yourself see you later (laughs) no thank you 
I'm fucking no thank you. Also, so side note on Incident in the Ghostland, I'm pretty sure has one of my biggest things in horror movies. So I have little things that I don't like in horror movies. I'm pretty sure there's an ice cream truck in this movie. Yeah, Just, there's. It's absolutely oh, fucking insanity. Um, like, I'm telling you, there's so many fucking things crammed into this movie that it's insane. But, like, I was like, the ice cream truck is making me feel anxious, and I don't like it. <laughs> why, you think they're going to run out of SpongeBob things? Or, like... <laughs> I, I don't even know why. Like, any time I've ever heard an ice cream truck, I just... I hate it. I... It's just... God. It's oh. creepy. It's always creepy for some reason. A movie that I really enjoyed, I don't know if you guys have seen this one, but it's from 2017. It's called Pia Wacket. It's a super dope, like, witch movie. I, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like witch demon. Um, pretty much this girl and her mom, like, move out into the middle of nowhere. She's, like, upset about it. And she gets into, like, these dark ritual arts and, like, does this ritual to summon a demon just kind of like as a joke a way to blow off steam but actually like brings one to light and it's freaky there's not a lot of people like well-known actors and actresses in it but like the creature itself the pie wacket is fucking terrifying and they do a really good job of like not always showing you the creature it's just kind of like the sounds and like it's really good for being a so such a low budget movie and everything like that it's really inspiring how much they got done with it so definitely check out pie Wacket if you haven't seen that one that one's visually amazing and like builds a lot of tension and the creature demon whatever the fuck you want to call it is awesome so that's definitely one you guys should check out if you haven't seen that i think i think you can follow that one actually at dollar tree and we made me you know, watching i think Aubrey, you brought up on one of your other podcasts didn't you didn't you oh i've talked yeah i've talked about thought. it before yeah. i think I think I did like a top 10 list a long time ago of like most underrated. And I'm sure it was on there. I was say, that sounds right. Cause I know we have it on DVD and then you said you, so that was how good it was. And it's, it's like on our shelf to watch. We just haven't got around to yeah, it. Yeah, It's either in the pile of movies that we keep randomly bringing downstairs that we're going to like slowly go and watch, or it's sitting on my shelf sideways. So I remember that's one of them <laughs> that I really want to watch. Well, I, I could not recommend it more, to be completely honest. It's like, it's the perfect movie that does, like, less with more. And that's that's very inspiring for, like, people uh, that, you know, want to work in film and stuff like that. You don't always have to have a fucking Michael Bay budget to make a good Yo, movie. Right. So that's that's inspiring. And like I said, like, some of the stuff they pull off and is insanely creepy and good. But it, it's a really good movie. I don't want to give a whole lot away, but it's it's fucking awesome. So definitely check out Pia Wacket if you're into that type of thing, like witchcraft, demons, and, you know, everything that comes with that. So I don't know if you guys saw this one from 2021, um, but it's called The Cursed. It was super dope. I don't know if you guys have seen that, but it's a cool little creature feature set in, like, the 1800s, like, when America's first found and pretty much, like, the founding father type of people like hire these mercenaries to kill these gypsies there in the area, which um, I guess they curse them, hence the name, but like it makes like pseudo werewolf demon type things. And like, so they use a lot of practical effects in it, which is kind of impressive for it being such a lower budget movie, but it's super dope. Like a lot of people don't know about it. It just kind of got swept under a rug in 2021. It came out like in January, like super early. So very much in the same vein as like fresh and stuff that could have just gone by the wayside. But I tell people all the time, you got to check the cursed out. Cause it's especially for a newer movie. 
really enjoyable. I, I talk about it a lot on the podcast too, but super enjoyable, super good practical effects. Definitely check that one out, The Cursed, if you guys haven't seen it. Yeah, that's that one I've seen. I've heard of it and like I know of it, but I have not watched that one yet. It's good. It's it's def- it's definitely good. I and I think it has the has a girl that's in. I I don't watch it, but Yellowstone. I know a lot of people are a huge fan of that. But I guess the redheads in it. She's like the main actress, but it's super cool. It has a couple of twists and turns that you don't see coming, and cool little throwback, little creature feature to kind of get into that you don't see as much anymore. So I, I really enjoyed it there. So definitely check out the Cursed if you haven't. Yeah, you can't really go wrong with a lot of the Shutter ones. No, not actually, not at all. Actually, that brings up brings me to one of mine. Host, yes, host. Okay. I love that movie. Again, we like found footage, and so like I thought I'd like it, but they're like, oh, this movie's like an hour long. It's found footage. It's about a computer. Like you're in front. I'm like, oh, okay, this is kind of cool, and it was amazing. Uh, how effective it was with like literally the sixty minute runtime. There's some jump scares and some like shots that I've never seen before. And it was just, I just love that movie so much. Yeah. Cause this is the one that all takes place in the zoom meeting. Correct. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. It, it is very good. Kind of. If you like those kind of like unfriended type of movies, this one's like even better than that. In my opinion. Yeah. Of all of them. I think this is the best of the, all like that social mm-hmm. media kind of. It doesn't overwear it's welcome, which yep. is really nice. And there's a couple cool things. Like I remember they had the face. Was it the face filter? Yeah, yeah, face filter or something. Where like the, the shot with that. I don't know if you guys remember that, but mm. so like she, you could tell there's like she couldn't see anything behind her, but then all of a sudden like the filter popped up on the corner and was like, oh shit, there's something. Like, it was just well done. Yeah, especially for being a movie like in 2020, it's kind of impressive to kind of see because I'm sure like. They probably had a lot more they wanted to do with that movie, but I think, you know, being in 2020, uh, there's probably a lot of stuff that kind of, like, hindered them, and this kind of, like, helps with the creativity and everything. It's it's a dope little movie, especially for being on Shudder, so definitely check that one out. A lot of people, when I ask them if they've seen Host, they're always assuming it's the 2006 uh, Korean film, I believe. They're always thinking I'm talking about that, but no, this, this this one's a lot of fun, so definitely, definitely check that one out. Amber August, have you seen that one? I have not. No. You haven't seen? Oh, you got to check that one out. It's literally like an hour. It's really good. I think it's 59 minutes. I was going to say, it might even be under an hour. Yeah, it was really good. That's one of the reasons I liked it is like they didn't try to make it 90 minutes just to fucking do it. 57. Yeah, they just kind of like went with it, and it's cool. It was a, it was a cool movie. It was very effective. Like I, it was one I was very skeptical of, but after I watched, I was like, all right, okay, cool. I enjoy that a lot more than I ever thought I would. And like exactly like Andy said, definitely had some really good effective pop out parts. It's definitely the scariest of all like the movies like this, like unfriended or what were some of the other ones like that? I know there's unfriended and then stuff like that. There's actually one, this isn't on my list, but I'm going to throw it out there anyway, but it's called the Collingswood story. I think that we watched that on Shutter too. Yeah, it was a Shutter one. But that one actually was really good, especially when you find out that it was made in like the early 2000s. I want to say 2001. I could be wrong, but um, Andy's looking it up. O two. So it was made in O two, but it actually has that like internet vibe to it, like the Zoom meetings and stuff. It's actually a really good movie. It it's like I said again, not on my list, but if you liked Host, check that one out, and then. 
remember that it was made in 2002. So yeah. Yeah, we're give wa- it a little grace. We're, we're watching <laughs> yeah. it and like it's got the old school like I am kind of like things. And she's I was watching. She's like, this is bad. And I'm like, this was made 20 years ago. And she's like, oh, then it's great. This is really good, actually. <laughs> like, it's like yeah. it's definitely dated. But like, if you take the 20 years in consideration, like this was ahead of its time. This was actually pretty good. That's awesome. What was that movie called again? Let me. I forgot to write it down. Collingswood. Collingswood. The Collingswood story. Yeah. The Collingswood story. Okay. Definitely. I'll definitely have to check that out. I've, I haven't even thought or heard about that. If anything, just for the nostalgia of the I am. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely worth it. I'm, I think it was. I'm pretty sure it was Shudder. Yeah. Amber, August, either of you have a movie? I haven't got to hear from you guys in a sec. You guys have any other movies you want to talk about? Hoya. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> Can I get a okay. hoya? um so actually you just reminded me of a movie i have i forgot about that was really good the clove what is it clove hitch killer or something oh yes that was that was really fucking good yes it definitely was yeah i i enjoyed that one a lot more than i thought i would too i have seen midnights they're very like hit or miss for me but when they hit they're really good and this is definitely one of the better ones it was pretty creepy, and the kid found like that his dad was the killer, and it was yeah. like it was fucking awesome. It was really, really good. Hillary, have you seen that? I have not. Good job. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Podcast All over. Right. Slave dunk on her. <laughs> Just for the record, I'll still watch it faster than you would watch one. I told probably. you to. <laughs> probably, but definitely check it out. It's really good. Andy's already looking it up for me to find out where we can watch it and everything. So not only is the dad a killer, but he's like BTK level killer. Like, yes, he is literally fucking BTK. Yeah, like I know. I know this one's popped up on our list to watch, and we just haven't watched it yet. I do. I kind of feel like Andy's been like, "Can we watch this one?" And I'm like, "No, I don't want to." But I only I didn't even know what it was about. Just said no. (laughs) Yeah, you're definitely gonna like it a lot. I didn't even think about it until like you just mentioned your last movie, and I'm like, oh yeah, this fucking movie. (laughs) So it wasn't even on my list until now. And like Amber said, it kind of does a really good job of not only being kind of like brutal with the killings and stuff, but it's like the son knows his dad's the killer. What do you do there? Like, what the fuck do you do? Like, you tell him. Right. So it it was it was a really cool conundrum of a movie that's wrapped in like some brutal brutal shit, like for sure. So I, I love that pick, Clove Hitch Killer. Yeah, I, the dad so from the first season of uh, American Horror Story. He's yeah. the dad. Yes, he's the dad. Yes, he it. plays the dad. Um, yeah, he plays the killer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he, and he he's like perfect, like middle class dad killer. It's like it's perfect. It's good. Have you guys seen the movie The Rental? Have you guys seen that? It was actually, I think oh. it was directed by James Franco's brother. I don't know yeah, why I can't remember his name. Sure. David, Franco. David Franco. Yeah, that yeah. movie, Um, I don't know how you're going to rank it, but I'm going to rank it complete garbage. <laughs> yeah. I haven't I, seen it. I, I somewhat liked it. I thought it was a lot more effective than I thought it was going to be, but there were some big plot holes that was kind of like, what the fuck? I, uh, I, I don't like Dave Franco at all. <laughs> So I, I was a big Scrubs fan, and he basically ruined the last season. Of, well, it's not. You're not going to go off on this tangent. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> Scrubs ended. <laughs> Scrubs ended, and they had another season that was not. A, it was terrible, and Dave Franco was the star of it. Was a main character, and I've never liked him since. And I actually don't really like James Franco. 
But no, it was it was okay. It was just there's a lot of plot holes that I couldn't get past. And it was just people overreacting to things and yeah. it just made things worse and worse and worse. And then there was kind of a twist to it on top of that. But again, it is an IFC film. So like I said, a lot of those are kind of hit or miss. It's not the greatest movie in the world. I will admit that, but it, it exceeded my expectations for what I thought I was going to get, especially with Dave Franco at the helm. I thought it was going to be a lot it was, more like, it was funny. his first one too. I think. Yeah. I thought it was going to lean a lot more funny, but it was a lot more thriller than I thought. So I enjoyed it for that sense, but you're you're definitely not wrong. I mean, if if you like, it's not on my list. But if you like some, if you kind of like rental, I think a better version of it. I can't think of the name. Pointing your pen at me, it's so much pressure. I can't think of the name. What's name? Hurry up! I'm blanking. (laughs) Um, they rented the house. Oh, um, Amber, the host. There you go. I I told you to watch it. I was just talking about that earlier. That movie was so good. That was good. That was kind of that was on my list. I have to check that one out then. Maybe. Oh my god, definitely do it. It's kind of really fucking good. Fucking crazy. I want to be her friend. It's kind of <laughs> yeah, in the vein like, of so rental, cool. but kind of more like I don't want to say misery, but like kind of like it was just it, it, was, it was. I thought it was way better yeah. than rental. It was kind of yeah. similar yeah. but better. So okay. so good. Absolutely, Insane. absolutely. I'll have to check that one out then. But another um, Shutter original. Have you guys seen anything for Jackson? That, that one was really good. I did like yes. that one. I, I fucking, I fucking love that movie. Um, pretty much imagine if grandparents lost a not only a daughter but also a grandchild, and now they are doing black magic. And they like the opening scene is them like kidnapping a pregnant lady so they can change the fetus into their grandson. It is fucking dark, and it's awesome. Like it goes to some really crazy spots. Um, I'll just say snowblower. And if you know what it is, you'll know, um, there's, there's some crazy shit in it. Absolutely crazy, really good twist. And like, it doesn't, it doesn't pull punches. Like, especially at the end, it gets batshit crazy in the best way possible. Yeah. That's one of the ones I definitely did not expect to be as good as as it was. Absolutely. absolutely. That's the one with death, right? Yeah. Yeah. If you're a supernatural fan, uh, the main grandfather is from supernatural yeah, because, like, the opening scene is, like, just this old couple having, like, you know, breakfast and coffee, and then all of a sudden they're like, oh, this timer goes off, and they go outside and, like, kidnap this pregnant lady as she's running. And yeah. It's like, where is this movie going? And it goes to some crazy spots, especially, like, the trick-or-treat scenes. Like, there's some really cool, scary imagery in here, and it's it, it's it's pretty dope. It's pretty much, like, people that are grieving that bad uh, know nothing about black magic, but they're trying to just yep. to save their grandchild, and... Man, it's nuts. I, I loved anything for Jackson. Yeah, and inhibit the help of somebody that knows the black magic to like explain what the hell they need to do. So like I know he was telling them as well too, but it, it, it I hadn't seen it since it came out back. It was either 2020 or 2021. So it's been a couple of years since I've yeah. seen it, but I literally just happened. That was one that I found used that I ended up buying the other day because I was like, God, I remember how good that movie was. So, I think I think that might have been a Dollar Tree buy for us too. Damn, I think I had to pay three nine nine. See, I could have got, <laughs> got three movies. What the hell am I doing? But, well, two and a half because it's dollar twenty five at dollar tree. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, and taxes and yeah, that damn yeah. quarter. Yeah, gosh dang it. But yeah, anything for Jackson was super dope. I was I was impressed with how much I liked it. Um, but Hillary, do you have any other movies? I kind of circle back to you. I haven't heard one on your list in a while. Yeah, so I'm gonna actually go back to a uh, another horror comedy. 
Nope. Sorry. Cursed Friends. Have you seen this? No, I have, I have not seen that. Okay, Cursed so Friends. it is a movie that is, oh my god, amazing. It's set in the 90s. The kids are playing, like, M.A.S.H., uh, you know, like, the old school. Do you know what M.A.S.H. is? Like, the old school show? No. Dude, I fucking love M.A.S.H. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> That's how you oh. find out who your true love is. Exactly. So, M.A.S.H. is a thing it's that you used wrong. to play... And it was, well, Amber, help me out here. It was mansion, apartment, shack, shack and house, house, right? Okay. So you would write that on the top and then you would write down like, for, you know, if it was a girl that you were trying to marry, you would write girls' names and then boys' names, how many kids you were going to have. And you would put so many answers. And then there's two different ways. You can either make a spiral and then however many spirals you make, that's how, until someone tells you to stop, that's what you count. And then you like cross it off or you can do lines. And then... Once you cross everything off and you have one answer for everything, it tells you your future, quote unquote. Mm, okay. Well, it's like, <laughs> remember, what was the game with the paper where you in, do the in and out? I don't know. That the thing. fuck are you talking about, Willis? You know, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it looks like a, I want to say a fortune cookie, but like you'd flip it open. You'd have to. Amber, you oh, you have to about. pick a color. And it's then the fortune. Yeah. Yeah, it's called yeah. fortune teller. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's, like, the, it's, yeah. it's, it's like that, but it's like, like that, but a book. And they have this mash book, but the mash book is cursed. And they're like going back. It is these kids are trick or treating. They are dancing to In Sync on there. Joey Fatone is in this movie. Oh, it gosh. is absolutely hilarious. As Joey Fatone. Yeah, yeah and he is as Joey Fatone. Um, so growing up, I was a huge Insync fan. Amber was a huge Insync fan. I was so thrown off by Joey Fatone in this movie because he plays himself. And he makes like a dick joke and is like, they didn't call me a fat one for no reason. And I'm like, oh, you can't say that. Like, no. <laughs> so it was just it. hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. I didn't expect it to like it as much as I did. So funny. If you grew up in the 90s, you're going to hit so many like nostalgia trips. It's so good. Definitely worth the watch. And it's a Comedy Central one. So it, it's just really good. I wrote this down. Yeah, it has a lot. I definitely of want to watch this. Yeah, like especially. Uh, what was that called, Hill? Cursed, Cursed Friends. Friends. 2002. Yeah, like Rob Riggle's in it, and like. Yep. And, yes. And Will Arnett. Oh Fuck my yeah. gosh! And we better watch that. It is so funny. I don't know if you guys watch what we do in the shadows, but like his assistant. Yeah, that shit's is funny as hell. Yeah, the, his, his assistant is in it, and that guy's hilarious. So. Definitely check that one out. Now, Cursed Friends, I wrote that down because I had no idea about that movie, and I don't know how that snuck by me because that's right up my alley. But speaking of that, really great segue. Did you? I, I kind of interrupted you because I thought this is where you were going, but it was an Adult Swim movie called Yule Log or The Fireplace. Have we you guys seen? That. We've heard about oh, it. Oh my gosh! Like. You, I know, I know you guys will like it because you're such horror fans and you'll appreciate like the genre bending of like the different styles. Because, okay, here's literally the premises every, you know, like on YouTube and stuff where they have like that fireplace that's just recording and you just put it on as ambiance. It starts with somebody like recording that and then it just kind of zooms out and it gets correct, like crazy it's it's about the people filming the stuff for the I, I don't even know how to explain it but if you've ever seen that um if you've ever seen that old internet video that was hilarious called too many cooks 
that was on Adult Swim. It's literally written. It's lit. It's written and directed by the guy who did Too Many Cooks. Oh God, that makes me want to watch this even more, dude. It is so good. I when I was doing my uh, my like award winning nominees, it was brought up to me by a guy on the podcast here named Quinn, and I had not heard of this movie at all. And the literally first ten minutes is just a fire going. It looks like you're watching the YouTube thing, and then all of a sudden, like it, the hell just breaks loose. It. I cannot tell you how funny it is and is an absolute acid trip of a movie in the best way possible. Cause like I said, it just, it'll change from like a body horror to like a slasher movie to like a trippy movie. Like it's awesome. So adult swims, you'll log or it's called the fireplace as well too. It's on HBO max. I could not recommend it more. It is hilarious It is much more comedy than anything, but it's also like a great ode to a bunch of different type of horror things. And like the ending twist is so good too. So definitely in the same vein as cursed friends, you guys have to check that one out and it's fucking bonkers. So tell me what you think when you see that one. So oh, yeah, basically let you know. it's too many cooks, but horror. Yes. It's okay. okay it's, it's too many cooks, but it's the last three minutes of too many cook. Okay. If that makes sense. So like when it starts to get weird and like what trippy and like creepy and gross yeah that's that's this movie it literally kind of starts like too many cooks because it's something so innocent and it's just a fire going in this guy recording it but then like the camera that's recording the fire starts to pick stuff up and like just just to start like it kind of picks up like somebody breaking into the house so like the whole time that people don't know there's killers in there it's insane like that's how it starts and it goes nowhere where you think it's going like in the best way possible and like there's some hilarious like kill scenes and death scenes in it so it sounds like an absolute mess of a movie and it kind of is but in the best way possible i could not recommend it more and i was so happy when quinn told me about that one because that one like scratched every itch i didn't know i had for a movie yeah that that one's gonna have to happen (laughs) yeah you, you gotta check it out and tell me what you think of it it's it's really good really fucking good but anybody else have any other movies i just want kind of went to segue there because i didn't have that on my list but as soon as you talked about cursed friends i wanted to give a shout out to yule log the fireplace clown yes john watts i fucking yeah. love clown so like going into that movie i was like oh it's just gonna be fucking stupid is it a clown movie derp, derp. but i actually really enjoyed it i was like oh shit like that fucking nose just took over his whole fucking body it attached to his goddamn face <laughs> yep pretty much imagine a guy putting on a clown costume to help his son's birthday party out but it's not a costume it's a cursed skin and now you are becoming the clown and it's yes. fucking awesome it's really I, good i had no i, I was the same as you i, I think this is how long ago I saw this. I think we like red boxed it because it was like on sale for the weekend and I had no expectations for it. And I absolutely fell in love with it. Um, it's actually directed by the guy who does all the new Spider-Man movies. Uh, so if you like those, um, the ones with Tom Holland, John Watts did this movie and it's so good. It is so fucking good. There's so much creepiness in it. The clown's awesome. And I just love the idea of like the clown costume, like turning him into a killer clown. Uh, so yeah it was fucking it was awesome so i'm glad you said clown because i talk about that movie as much as i think i can to people i've been i've been trying to get hill to watch that one for a while i think i saw it when i I think it was on netflix when it first like right after it came out and i was just browsing through i'm like i like clowns this looks really bad i'm i'm I'm, i'll try it i'm excited about it i'm like wow that actually was really good like it wasn't your stupid 
clown horror as usual and it was like deeper and i was like this is actually really good yeah and i like how they like go into the mythology of the clown and like mm-hmm. where the clown came from and it's like really like a nordic curse and it, man it was like aw- i never thought in a million years i'd like a clown movie like that yeah um, so that is an awesome pick and super underrated movie Super underrated movie. I think it was 2016 when that thing came out, so it's been yeah. out for a while, and not enough people talk about it. And I thought it, I thought it'd get a lot more like praise and stuff once John Watts kind of blew up and like is a Marvel director now. Mm-hmm. But no, still hasn't. So I'm glad we're talking about it here because that movie's absolutely the shit. So definitely Dope check out as Clown. fuck. Um, I have. It's really random, and I don't know a lot of people who know about this one. I know when we talked about our christmas one i was really obsessed with dead end i am a big ray wise fan i found out i first <laughs> saw him in well not first saw him but like one of the big ones that popped out to me was i don't know if anybody's heard of digging up the morrow uh-uh, no it's adam green okay and um it's kind of found footage ish adam green plays himself and he's trying to he's like trying to start a show like a, his own like show about like this how exactly did it play out? I'm blanking at the moment. The one but thing I remember about that movie is that one slice of watermelon looks you. so good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. So every since we watched this movie, now Andy and I watched this movie. Um, this we had an app ago. called Brave when COVID happened, and like we could, we weren't living together at that point. So I like I was at my house, he was at his house, and we would watch movies over there. And all of a sudden, they're like a picnic, and I was like, "That watermelon looks so good." So every time he brings up digging up the marl, I'm like, "That watermelon, though." Oh my god! So besides, just ignore that. But Adam Green, he's like trying to create a documentary about real monsters, and he finds this one guy. It's actually Ray Wise, who like he's like, "Oh, you have to." Didn't his son get taken? By yeah, supposedly his son got taken into this tunnel and. He knows about all these monsters and this other world. So Adam Green is playing himself, creating this documentary, watching this like really eccentric guy, and then shit just goes crazy. And you're not sure what's real, what's not. It was just really interesting, really different. Adam Green's very good at combining horror with comedy, and it was that perfect blend. Because Adam Green, if you guys don't know, is the Hatchet guy. That's yeah. what he's like most renowned for, and we we love Hatchet here at this podcast. So definitely, I don't know how this one totally slipped through. Um, it's a little old. Huge Adam Green fan. Yeah, 2014 is what I'm showing. Yeah, but yeah, that that sounds fucking awesome. Um, does it like play out a lot like a found footage movie, or is it more like the newer Blair Witch, where it kind of starts that way and then kind of turns into something? totally different on the back end no it's it's pretty much he's creating he's documenting his documentary kind of thing aha uh-huh. so it's all him doing the documentary and it's actually got a bunch of cameos if i remember it's right like it's like kane's in it i think yeah because kane pl- plays hatchet but he so all the the all the adam green's buddies are in it and stuff like that as themselves it's it's just really well done really I guess I, a lot of mine are very. If you can blend horror and comedy perfectly, I'm I'm I'm, I'm sold. And yeah. Green did a great way. job. I'm the same way. That's one of the reasons I'm a big fan of the Hatchet series. Is exactly like you said. It's like just funny enough, but not so funny that it's not like obnoxious. Yeah, 
I love that pick. I love that pick for sure. Check out Digging Up Tomorrow. Digging Up Tomorrow. Well, I'm sure you guys have seen it, but I'm going to say it for the Screen Queens and Horror Fiends that haven't. Speaking on horror comedies, if you guys have not seen The Final Girls, do yourself a huge favor. I actually have not seen that. Oh, man. You haven't? So good. I suck at life. No, I, I I won't say that to your face. I'll wait till we're off the podcast. I will. But, oh but, no, go ahead, say it to my face. <laughs> but but it, it's just that movie is like absolute like how do I don't even know the terminology. But if you're a horror movie fan, it's like just straight up like crack for you because it's like so meta and like speaks on the final girls and stuff but vera farmigan's in it mila ackerman's in it like, okay yep and adam divine is hilarious in that movie i forgot he was in that yes he plays like the 80s douchebag and uh, some of Did it really well it's weird oh yes, yes. <laughs> and he's so misogynistic and like i don't know they everything about that movie is just so great because as a horror fan it's like I don't know. It seems like something I'd like to have happen to me unless I was in the moment. But if you guys don't know the movie, pretty much Vera Farmiga her mom was like a part of a really cult classic like horror film. And then they end up getting like transported into the film. So it, it sounds weird. It sounds really stupid. I'll be honest. It sounds stupid. And when I first heard like how it was and stuff, I wasn't super excited about it. And then I saw it, and, like, it is just hilarious. Um, it's so tongue-in-cheek, and us as horror fans just eat it up. If you're not a big, like, horror fan, you probably won't get all the subtleties and all the humor to it because it's super sarcastic in that sense. But, yeah, it, Final Girls, since we're talking about horror comedies, definitely need to go check that movie out if you guys haven't. Yeah, that one was perfect. Like, I love the meta-ness to it. Yes. And it's just the well played on the tropes. And, like, it, it was like an ode to horror fans. Yep, like if actually, you love horror, absolutely. yeah, it was made for horror fans because exactly. like nobody else is going to go in and view that movie and like enjoy it, like only horror fans would. So. Um, another one not on my list, same like that would be uh Behind the Mask, Leslie Vernon. Yes. Yep, yeah, because that's the documentary style one where it's almost like him filming himself becoming a serial. Yes, correct. Yeah. That was a very tongue-in-cheek good one and is also made for absolute horror fans. Like, the casual viewer will not like that movie. Yep. They won't get the humor to it because it doesn't play out like a do doom funny. It's like, it's the subtleness to that movie that's really funny. So that is in very much in the same vein as The Final Girl. So definitely check both those out if you haven't seen those. But, Hillary, what's another one on your list? I know you have a big old list. I want to know at least one. Yeah. Mo- I want one more from everybody else, and then I can let you guys go because I appreciate your guys' time. But I want at least one more from everyone's list, and then we'll sign out here, and we'll do a part two sometime because I know we have tons to talk about. So I'm going to stick to um, a horror comedy here because, again, like I said, I'm not a huge horror comedy fan, but sometimes I guess I am. And You're a uh, lot more of a horror comedy fan than you think you are. Um. I hope that you guys have seen this, but Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse. I love this movie. Zombie Cats, best part. The beginning to that movie is so fantastic. And I'm telling you, anytime I hear that song, I start clapping and I'm like, I got to get a mop. Like, I am going to (laughs) start just dancing like he does. That movie is so fantastic. There's nothing about that movie that I would complain about. 
Yes, it's it's very good, and it it is another movie that if you guys don't know, it was kind of during the whole zombie like renaissance and everything. But this one was actually really good, and it's a bunch of pretty much like older Boy Scouts or Eagle Scouts having to fend off a zombie apocalypse. And there's some real hilarious stuff like zombie strippers, zombie cats, like so much fun, and you know cameos from people like from workaholics and stuff. So very much in that vein, if you like that humor. So. Is it, isn't that the one where, doesn't he have like the disembodied penis in it? I know that at one point someone while. like falls out the window and they're like holding on to someone's dick and like the was, dick comes off. With yeah, I, was like, I remember a dick in that like, one for some I, it's been a while. <laughs> we, we know, so why. Funny. We know like, why, Andy, it's okay. So good, absolutely. Yeah, that's that's a really good one, and definitely check that one out because it it's another one that I remember watching at the time, but like it hasn't like held up. Like people don't talk about it as much as they should, so definitely go check out a sky a scout's guide to zo- the surviving the zombie apocalypse. God, if I could talk this evening, <laughs> definitely. But yeah, that that one's awesome, Andy. What's one more on your list, sir? Um, fuck it. We'll keep going with the horror comedies. Um, Grave Encounters. Hill makes fun of me for how much my, I love this movie, but it's just perfect where if you like any of those stupid paranormal TV shows, they start with just making fun of them and just the whole satire of it. And then it actually gets kind of scary and actually gets kind of like intense. I, love I actually that don't think I've seen this one. I just IMDb'd it. Yeah, I definitely have not seen this one. No, not at all. It's again, perfect blend of it starts off like hardcore comedy basically just making fun of ghost adventurers making fun of all those like that and then it actually takes a turn and it actually turns into like an actual horror movie and like shit goes crazy it's it actually gets really good um they actually have a sequel to it which i think holds up it's one of those where it takes the original story and turns upside down and goes a whole different direction but they cohesively make a good unit when we first watched it i I'm a huge like paranormal fan. I love watching Ghost Adventures and all that. And, you know, Ghost Hunters, all of those shows. I absolutely love them. Same Z's. And then I watched Graves Grave Encounters and I was like, they're making fun of Zach Baggins and I don't like it. And then all of a sudden, now after watching it, I'm like, Yeah, that's hilarious actually, because they did a great job making fun of they Zach. They did. Baggins. That movie's funny. <laughs> like, when Dude, I first Zach watched it, I was like, no, I hate this because they're being mean. And then I'm like they're being so accurate. <laughs> Such a fucking tool. <laughs> yes, for real. Now I see how much of a tool he is after watching them. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's, that's always my favorite is the satires and the meta stuff. And if you can do it right, one of my favorite movies of all time. Like any movie like that. So It's a weird one, but there's actually, I want to say there's like three or four of them. And they're called uh, Cube. Oh, yes, Cube. Have you seen those? Yeah, I've definitely seen the first two. Like, the first one's super 90s, and it's kind of like the first version of Saw, in my opinion. It's like a better version of that, because it's kind of like you're trapped in the game or the Cube itself, and you have to get to the next room. So you brought it up, but yeah, I love fucking Cube, man. Talk about it. It's it's a really weird, really really weird movie, and it's it shows some pretty gruesome death <laughs> scenes. I'm in a cube that you know, uh, you get sprayed with acid or you know laser, you know lasers cut you up or something. But uh, 
a lot of the times like the people when they end up in the cubes they'll like start to notice like each cube is numbered and like they start thinking like oh maybe like the, uh there's a clue to like the numbers and start trying to like figure out the numbers and everything it's it's pretty crazy and it's quite literally like a giant cube with and it, like it's it's just a bunch of little blocks rooms that move around and they never stay in the same place so it's not like you know, if they, they, it's not like they can go back the way they came from because the cubes are constantly changing around and moving around. And, uh, you know, some of the cubes are safe. And then some of them, I mean, you're shit out of luck and you might, you don't know what you like, your death is going to be. It's pretty wild. Yeah, uh, and they're it like is very like thirteen ghost ish, you know, like with all the special. That things. was actually on my list too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's so good. If you like like that one with Matthew Hillard, that thirteen ghost, like this is very much kind of the same thing, except it's a lot more drawn back, a lot less ghost in this one too. Just yeah, 13. just like total <laughs> like brutal. Yeah, like death. It's crazy. Yeah, it's it's good and it's very drawn back in like the best way, shape, or form. And it is very like exactly like August was saying, it's very like trippy, like in that like late nineties style and everything like that. But for being kind of like an independent film, it pulls off a lot of shit that's very impressive. I think it's a Canadian film. Is but it? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, I think I think so. And it's it's really good. It's it's you know, there's not a lot of stuff in the nineties that holds up that well, but this is definitely one of those that does. And I tell people all the time, I'm like, definitely if you want to know what like media and shit was like in the nineties, watch this. Cause this movie is very nineties, man. Super it time capsule for the nineties. So I love that pick. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. I, I like all of them, honestly, like I said, I think there's three or four of them. I can't remember. But... I know there's at least three. I know at least of three. Because uh, yeah. I've seen the th- first three, but there might be more. Kind of like Hellraiser, where they were just kind of like at the back end, some real farts, you know, some yeah. real yeah. farts. Maybe that's all that <laughs> happening some here, but <laughs> but <laughs> but Sharks. definitely, but definitely, the first first two are awesome. I don't really remember the third one. That was probably the one where I was like, "Nah, I'm good." Like after watching it, but the first two are awesome. So yeah, definitely check out Cube if you guys haven't seen that one. That one's super fucking dope. Yeah, it is. Well, how about <laughs> how about Dead Silence? Fuck yeah, hell yeah! Fuck James Wan's yeah, most underappreciated. Yeah, it's definitely his most underappreciated movie. I think like fucking good ass. Movie. I know Saw. He's all hell done like Saw, Insidious, and all that stuff. And Dead Silence just kind of like gets forgot about. But yeah, yeah it does. Control can ventriloquist dolls at their Mary Shaw it's crazy it's creepy Hillary have you guys seen Dead Silence I'm oh, assuming yeah. Hillary and I used to watch it together oh yeah yeah definitely <laughs> yeah I love that one that was that was Hill made me watch it for the first time because for some reason I never never caught it and we watched it together I was like this is actually pretty good and I love how there's a uh, because the doll's name is Billy right and you can actually see yes, they have Billy from Saw in it as well as like a little camp, like Easter egg. And it takes a second to catch it, but I know it's in there too. I thought that was really interesting, really cool. Yeah. If you ever want to watch like a grown up versions of like Slappy from, yep. you know, it that's what this movie is. It's like just all out creep fest. It's awesome. And yeah, it, there, James Wan is the master of like pop out scenes and like just jump scares and like, 
when you put creepy dolls in it, it just gets worse and worse. Um, probably one of the most terrifying scenes ever is like that morgue scene. I hate that scene. And Dead Silence is definitely a movie that I show people all the time uh, when they're like, what's a horror movie I need to watch? I'm like, Dead Silence is so good because it's, it's so not good. too it's not too much to digest, but it's not so bland that's boring as hell. So it's a really good movie. I think that movie gets way too much hate. There's so many people. It definitely that does. Like, that movie's awful. And I'm like, how is it awful? Like, it's not the best horror movie, but I have definitely seen way worse. It is, it's really good. At the end, like, I used to be so terrified of clowns. Like, I still don't really like clowns to begin with. But when they have that, like, clown puppet thing at the, I think oh, at yeah. the end. The first time I watched that, that shit scared me. I jumped. I was like, mm-mm. I also don't like puppets or anything. Like, they are terrifying to me. I don't, I don't like dolls, puppets, anything of that sort. So maybe to me it was just a tad bit scarier because I don't like those things. But I don't see why it gets so much hate. I think it's actually a good movie. Really I think people movie. just want to hate on it because I think some people just don't like James Wan in general. And I yeah. think it's also one of those things that, yes, it's it's like a formulaic movie, but that's not always a bad thing. Like, I don't always have to sit down and watch a three hour, like, tour de force movie of, like, Bones and all where I have to really digest that shit. Right. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes yeah. I want to put on a fun movie. And this is exactly what Dead Silence is. It's so much yeah. fun. And it's awesome to watch with tons of people because everyone's going to be jumping off the couch because there's just so many scenes like that. And yeah, I, I love Dead Silence. I, I think it just gets shit because people like to shit on James Wan. Yeah, in general. I, I feel like they're always shitting on James Wan and Rob Zombie. Those two yeah. can never get just a, you did a good job, bud. Like, it's always like, oh my God, it's such garbage. Like, those two always have their name in the trash can for some reason. And I don't. I personally don't understand it. Jealousy, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I've never made either of them. Maybe they're the meanest people in the whole wide world. I don't fucking know. I feel like Rob oh, Zombie's yeah. probably such a nice guy. <laughs> what? I can't imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know. I just think he's, he could be mean to me and I would still just be okay with it. <laughs> yeah. Like, yes, sir. <laughs> just walk away. That's what yeah. I would do. I'd be like, like oh, do you have Bill Mosley here? <laughs> <laughs> He'd be like, I do, and guess what? I won't give you that number. That's how much I'm upset with you right now for talking to me. <laughs> Appreciate the time. I love talking horror with you guys and just kind of, cut, yeah. you know, chopping it up and getting some really good picks here, man. I, I can't wait to watch, like, Tidelands. Like, I'm starring that yes. one and, like, Incidents of Ghostland and yeah. all kinds of stuff. I'm do super it. excited to check out, and I'll let you guys know what I think of when I see them, but... I appreciate you guys coming on. It's been too long since the Titty Fart Gang had got together. I know. We've missed you, Aubrey. <laughs> I, I've been doing the same thing, but I, well, you guys will definitely be back on. We'll do more Hidden Gems because I know, I know you guys have big lists. We didn't get to everything, but I also don't want to hold you for 10 hours on one night, you know. <laughs> As, as selfishly as I'd like to do that. Oh, we got, oh, man. Just... got a paper that's got, she's got highlighters and like marks. So we have, we have our, our watch list for the next couple of days. I rewrote so. my list so that I, I could have it a little bit neater because it got a little strangly, but you know, <laughs> Hey, it's all good. She but has yeah, we a definitely... list for everything. I do. Oh man. I'm a list queen. <laughs> you have lists for your list. I do. I do. I, do. I make a list of things to make lists for. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I appreciate the time and everything. And like I said, we'll have to do this again because I always love just chopping it up. And I know you guys have a lot of stuff that I'd love to see. So definitely you guys are friends of the podcast family of the podcast at this point. So anytime you want to come on, please let me know. But other than that, there's one last thing you guys sit through. It's unavoidable. It's my cringy little outro and everybody's going to get it whether they want or not. And that is stay scary people. It's not Scream Queens and Horror Fiends. It's Stay Scary, people. <laughs> That's the beginning of Scream Queens and Horror Fiends. <laughs>